Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest shit to happen in running this week. This week's stories include results from Mount Marathon, Katra takes on the Mir Ramble route, and news from Nolan's 14. Since we were a little delayed filming this week, it gave us a chance to include July 4th results from the annual Mount Marathon race in Alaska. This insane 5K climbs 3,022 feet up Mount Marathon from Seward, Alaska, and back to town. It is one of the most interesting races to watch out there. Fully televised by the local news station KTVA 11, the voice of Alaska, we as spectators get a kick-ass view of the whole race and get some great commentary as well. Definitely recommend checking it out. In the men's race, it was clear that two men would separate themselves from the pack on the climb up the mountain. Course record holder David Norris was out ahead of Max King competing in his first Mount Marathon. Although looking quite wonky to the point of staggering both on the climb and descent, Norris was able to hold off the King to win in 42-13. On the ladies' side, it was Rose Frankowski first to the top, but then in a shocking turn of events, she tiptoed off the top and up and around the giant snowfield present on race day. This gave the ladies just behind her, including first-timer Jessica Yeaton, an opportunity to pass by her using the snowfield. They bombed past her, and it was Yeaton taking the win over Denali Foldanger Strabel in 51.30 by just 30 seconds. Damn, I want to run this race. Team Solomon took live coverage of trail running to a new level this past weekend at the Golden Trail Series Mont Blanc Marathon. Greg Voyan and his team of media athletes live-streamed a good chunk of the race over all of the rocky and mountainous terrain in between. Using a special network, heavy packs, e-bikes, HD cameras, and a TV streaming service, they did some pretty groundbreaking stuff with lots of live on-course footage. Their Facebook stream even featured some live commentators and plenty of commentary from the community at large. You can still catch the replay on their Facebook page or Solomon Running YouTube channel. Speaking of the Marathon Mont Blanc, the race is 42 kilometers in length out of Chamonix, France, home of the UTMB. Killian Journey, who had a couple of big setbacks this year, including a sh- shoulder surgery and a broken leg, is back in form and won with a three-hour, 54-minute win over some stout competition. However, Killian, according to I Run Far, did pull out of the Hard Rock 100 later this month, since he doesn't feel ready for the 100-mile distance quite yet. That should shake things up. On the ladies' side, Ruth Croft edged out dominant Ida Nilsson by two minutes with a 4-hour, 37-minute win time. We got some big Nolan's 14 news this week as two speed records fell and we gained another female completion. Nolan's for the uninitiated is the link-up of 14 peaks in the Sawatch Range of Colorado, all over 14,000 feet high. You choose your route to each summit and you have 60 hours to link them all together. With lower than normal snow conditions this year, we had some early season attempts, including two simultaneously from Joe Grant and Alex Nichols, who headed in opposite directions. Joe Grant went unsupported, meaning he carried all gear and food he'd need from the start. He completed his quest in an overall time of 49 hours, 38 minutes, trailhead to trailhead. Alex Nichols, also en route at the same time, went instead south to north, and he was supported along the way. He now is the best time trailed head to trailhead, 46 hours, 46 minutes supported. And finally, we had a 64 hour, 50 minute completion of the route from Hannah Green just prior to these gentlemen. We all get a little fired up when we lose a Strava crown or segment KOM, but imagine losing to a run uploaded from four years ago? 
that apparently seems to have just happened to Ian Sharman on a run uploaded by Rob Carr from his previous Leadville 100 win. Ouch. Talk about a blast from the past. Long-term dream for ultra runner Katra Corbett is going down right now. She's following the Mir Ramble Route, a 310-mile recreation of John Mir's walk from San Francisco to Yosemite Valley. Now this sounds cool. Katra is still currently on track to complete it, and at the time of this recording, was fast-packing the final 60-mile stretch into Yosemite Valley. She plans to finish in six days total. Harvey Lewis, who is currently going after the Appalachian Trail FKT, and now on day 38 of his run, is entering some of the toughest stretch of the trail. He is currently in Vermont, heading towards New Hampshire, and then Maine. He'll have his work cut out for him, as we've heard rumors he's a bit behind the record, and it's going to be a nail-biter to the finish. We've covered this story before, but since LeBron is uh, in the news lately, this timing seems right to bring it back up. Malcolm Gladwell is back tweeting at LeBron James about his challenge to race him in a one-mile race. Sidious Mag has been following this one for quite a while, and so have we. Although no one knows if LeBron has ever raced the mile for time, some think he could run anywhere from 420 to 440. Gladwell, however, has clocked several sub-five-minute miles in his day, and a poll on Sports Illustrated from last year says 52% of voters think Gladwell would win. What do you think? Congrats are in order for a few ultra runners out there hitching up. Elizabeth Barnes, two-time champion of the Marathon de Saab, and elite ultra runner Sandre Amdahl got engaged over the weekend. Tying the knot in a low-key ceremony this weekend outside of Telluride, Colorado, were American ultra runners Zach Bitter and Nicole Kalogaropoulos, fresh off their finishes of the Western States 100. Congrats to all y'all. 24 hours on a treadmill. Would you do it? Yesterday, you said tomorrow, so just do it! Well, Tara Langdon would, in, in an attempt to break the Guinness Book of World Records for the most miles run on a treadmill in 24 hours. The record is held by Edith Bersis of Hungary from 2004 and sits at 153 miles. If you remember, Tara was under some scrutiny for doing a run in her home of reportedly 161 miles on a treadmill in 24 hours, so this time she did it in a more public setting. Tara got going, but had to stop short, ending her attempt at 22 hours with 136.87 miles. Pretty dang close, I'd have to say. Nikki Spinks took on a pretty stout challenge this past week by completing a double Ramsey round. Just a single round summits 24 peaks in Scotland and climbs 27,500 feet in just 58 freaking miles. Spinks got it done in 55 hours, 58 minutes, which was a bit over her time target of 48 hours, but nonetheless impressive. Some Injury reports in the news from some top ultra runners. First is Canadian Gary Robbins, who reported on his Twitter he has a stress reaction in his femur that has largely prevented him from running post Barkley this year. Looks like he'll be sticking to biking through the summer. Happy healing, Gary. Next up, Camille Heron responded to Gary on Twitter that she also has a reaction or possible fracture in her upper femur, which is likely the true reason she withdrew from both what comrades and Western states. And following those up, we have Paul Terranova, who was a last-minute withdrawal from the Western States 100. We're talking just a day or two before the race. He also confirmed on Facebook that he also has a femur stress fracture. Wow, what is the deal with these femurs? What is going on? We'll close out this week with a sad tale from the Whiteface Sky Race out of New York. 
trail runner Nick Marshik passed away after collapsing just a half mile before the finish line of the 15.5 mile race of apparent heat stroke. The 30-year-old ran the race at Wilmington Ski Area in 90 degree, 90 degree temperatures in a race that saw just 48 of 83 entrants finish. Nick pushed his body to its limits and had no previous medical issues. His family and friends stated they say he always pushed himself to be fearless, to be better, and that's what he did in this race. Condolences to all of you. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 100 of Outhouse News. Wow, really stoked to get to triple digits with this show. It's been a great ride so far. For Michael Carson and myself, we have to thank all of you out there who view this show on a regular or unregular basis. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. If you'd like to directly support the show financially, keep the lights on around here, consider joining and becoming a Patreon supporter of the channel or pick up this custom pair of Jam Jam sunglasses. Comes with a signed certificate of authenticity and some Mountain Outhouse stickers. Have a shitty week. <laughs>